we go. And here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, I played that on the guitar. No ukulele today. Surprising you. Keep you on your toes. And I'm here. I'm Toby7 with the Guz. The Guz. The Guz. Say hi, the Guz. Hi. All right. So uh, uh, what's the date? What are we looking at? August 5th, 2021. August 5th, 2021. All right. We can do this. Um, we have topics to discuss. Yeah. We Some parenting topics today. Specifically. And, uh, you know, a tip of the day as soon as I figure it out. So, <laughs> parenting topics. Me and the Guz have different uh, experiences in terms of parenting, both parenting for us and us parenting children. Would you agree with that? Uh, yeah, wholeheartedly. I came into... Why don't you expand on how those differences occur? Oh, uh, so I guess if we narrow down to parenting children, I came into it far later than you did, uh, being not the person to have birthed creatures. I didn't birth anybody. That's true, but you were with you know, the boy since day one, yeah. where I was not. I came in later. Mm -hmm. um, and in terms of how we were parented differently, I mean, that's like the moon and the sun. It's, it's so dramatically different. We both were raised by single mothers, but, and largely with our grandparents, which is interesting. So technically both only children, technically raised by single mothers, and spent a good portion of our lives with our grandparents. And yet there could not be a bigger difference in the chasm between how we were parented, despite those similarities. Well, I grew up severely poor. You did not grow up severely poor. No, when it was just me and my mom, we were more poor than I understood until I was an adult. But it was still kind of middle classy. Uh, like your grandparents were taking care of things. They, we were definitely on the upper end of working class poor. I, I don't want to say really middle class, but my mom sold a middle class lifestyle like her fucking life depended on it because she was a good con artist. Yeah, and that, ladies and gentlemen, is how uh, minorities try to function in America today. To try to sell the fact that they're not a minority and try to succeed. And oh. it's sad, and that's how they work. But it's because white people are oppressive people, and we're colonialists. Because, uh, you know, fuck mayonnaise, you know? It's all fucked up. And yes, all of that's true, but my mom being a white lady, and me being a white lady, I want to give the woman credit. It was not until I was an adult and reflected like, oh, that's because we were actually way more poor than I knew. And we would have been far more noticeably poor had it not been for my grandparents continuing to try to help. Yeah. So even when we were what I would consider poor, we were not poor like you, and I didn't know it at the time because she was a good con artist. We should actually have a podcast one day about her levels of con artistry. Sure. She's dead now, so it's... Yeah, it doesn't matter. <laughs> yes, nobody's coming after her now. Not as far as we know. Uh, Ethan's going to... He's going to come home, and these dogs are going to go crazy. Well, we are going to try to... When, when does he get off work? Nine. 20 minutes ago. Uh, well, yeah. I don't know. I guess we're going to try to pause it and not lose all of the audio at that yeah, point. So if we if we lose you, we lose you. Otherwise, we got to fucking restart. Um, so parenting. Yeah, I was in it from the start. I grew up really poor. 
and I took everything as a uh, as Bob Vila used to have a TV show where he would teach you how to do home improvements. I like that show. Me too. I learned a few things. Me too. Um, so Bob Vila used to do this home improvement show, and a lot of it was kind of like hokey. It's one of my wife's goddamn bobby pins. How is that another bobby pin? Because they're right everywhere. Um, so. I swear to God, I keep trying to put them away. I kind of approach parenting from a Bobby Lip perspective of like, all right, well, you know, you take things that you see and you agree with and you apply them and you take things that you see and don't agree with and you you do not apply those and then hopefully through some magic and a twist of fate with a little bit of Play-Doh, you come up with a pretty good kid. Uh, Look, tricky. I feel like I, I espouse that same kind of mentality from a, a basic level. I never thought about it from the Bob Vila approach, but but definitely I tried to look at things that I agreed with and didn't agree with. Like once in a parenting role, I tried to think about like, well, I would never do that shit. <laughs> well, that's the difference. Like, so I always look to think, I, and still do, of I look at other people and be like, what works, what doesn't work, uh, what works for that kid specifically, what works generally. Yeah. Um, well, we have this in common. I feel like we both take that approach of like... We're both educated in that manner. Not to sound like a narcissistic prick, but uh, we're both educated in that realm. So that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, if we both went to school to do things around behavior change and we weren't able to apply that to our real lives, that would be uh, not ideal. Yeah. Actually, funny story, everybody. So, me and my beautiful Guz, the Guz, adopted our oldest son at 13. Mm-hmm. And uh, that was a weird one because his mom just uh, said, just yeah. keep him. Yeah, just keep him. So, over a weekend, we went from one kid to two kids. I was literally in GameStop with him when I got the text message, like, have that conversation on the ride home. Yep. So we're just going to keep you now. So we went from one kid to two kids. Like one kid to two kids very quickly. And that is an exponential level of exhaustion. Yeah. Imagine that you found out you're pregnant and then you're giving birth tomorrow. To a 13-year-old. fucking imagine that. (laughs) To to a (laughs) 13-year-old. You would just shit your pants and cry in the woods. There's no other other thing you could do because you're so unprepared. Well, and even before then, we'd only had them together on a weekend because we had had the oldest on weekends for a while, but never while the youngest was home except for one weekend. That was a tough weekend. Oh, we were so exhausted by the end of it. And then it was like, I don't know, like a month later that like now we're realizing, oh, now we're going to have both of them all of the time. So that weekend of exhaustion is now going to be daily. Listen to me. (laughs) I don't think... Well, I don't, I'm still pretty certain nobody's listening to this. If you have more than one kid, if you have more than two, I'll say more than two. If you have more than two children, uh, should you should be given a bronze star or something. I don't know. You, you should be just given like a twelve thousand dollars tax credit every fucking year. Just, just. Just for just to pay for the emotional support that you need for your service for your own day to day life, uh, the divorce rate between two children and three children doubles. It oh, doubles. does it? Yeah, 
I forgot doubles. about that statistic. So I'm hoping not, not full of shit there, but I'm pretty sure it doubles. Well, it is a higher rate. No, I think I, it doubles. I believe you. So it's like it, the divorce rate between having one kid and two kids is basically the same. But once you have the third child, that's the, the breaking point. The divorce rate is like high. Ooh. It's high. Well, yeah, because it's like I, I don't know. I've who seen, takes who? Well, I've <laughs> coworkers that that have two kids have used the analogy of we were playing one on one. We don't want to play zone. That's good. If you're a sports fan, if you're a, yeah, sports, if you're a fan, sports fan, and you listen to this, you probably you probably stumbled along the wrong channel. I don't know. <laughs> I don't talk about sports. But it is a good analogy. It is and a good analogy. And both of the people that used it were sports fans. So, But even at me as a non-sports fan, I get the analogy of like one-on-one -on -one coverage versus zone coverage. Like, it's a good analogy. Yeah, it's a great analogy. Also, I think it's tricky if all the kids are so young. Ooh. Like if you got it like a... Let's say if they were spread out and you had like a 10, an 8, and a 3-year-old, I think that would be much easier then because essentially the 10 and the 8 they're kind of okay well well okay in a different the, way hear me out okay sorry essentially you never leave infantry infantry like the military <laughs> you never leave you never not have an infant almost yeah that so was... it's like continuously having an infant for like a decade almost it's not well i mean if no the, but you're progressing and then you go back the, and if, you're progressing and you go back but if the young if the middle one's five when you have the youngest i mean it's like you just got out of that and had a reprieve and now you're back into the shit so if we want oh the uh the boy is home so i'm gonna try to pause this we're gonna pause this and come back to it we're gonna remember three kids and three kids three kids and we're gonna pause it in three to, wait, let's pause it whenever the dogs start barking. Oh. I want listeners to understand what the fuck we deal with. Not really. Hey everybody, sorry we had a little pause break there because the boy came home and the dogs started barking, as you heard. We were talking about having uh, two kids, three kids, four kids, five kids, seven kids, eleven kids, a bunch of kids, and how divorce works. Uh, you get divorced. Um... A lot of that's a joke. A lot of kids are are hard, especially for two parents. So, um, but Gus mentioned earlier something about his. I don't know if it was on the previous the zone defense thing between two kids and three kids, where you go from like one on one to playing zone. But it's true. You have to figure out who's taking care of what and when. And even with me and and Gus, in terms of our kids, whenever we had two children, we still played zone it was like who covered what area and there was subs so if i wasn't around she would cover that area at that time even though she was the specialist in that area and there were times where typically the kids would ask me certain things but i wasn't around so they'd ask us that that type of question and obviously we would default to each other and it was communication that was kind of the key. And in the background, talk to each other. When we, when we couldn't default to each other, we would still then check in and, and touch base with one another. Just letting you know, hey, this is what happened today. Here's what I did. Here's what I said. Here's the decision I made. Let's move forward. Is that is, is that working for you? Like, But or, again. And sometimes just to keep you in the loop, like, hey, he was talking about bop, 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 just in case this comes up in the future, just to give the other one a heads up. Which is sometimes sure. super helpful because now you understand some context to a thing that you otherwise would have been a little caught off guard, caught off guard about. Right. Yeah. So, 
if you and your partner want to have kids, fucking, that's awesome. Make sure you know what you're getting yourself into, which, by the way, you never will. <laughs> <laughs> Ever. Never in your life. It's crazy. Um, but it's fun, and it's magical, and it's something you can't really describe with words. It's a weird feeling. Do you think that it's fair to say that if you and your partner, for those, because we have friends who are coupled who don't want to have kids, that that's also totally okay? Yeah, fuck them. Like, I feel feel bad for the people, like the couples that get shit from people about like, well, when are you going to have kids? Bro, if you don't have kids, don't have kids, Yeah, don't, don't fucking, if that's not your thing. Why would you, why would? Don't do that if you're uh, you're not into it. If you, if, if you don't want to grow a human, that's maybe, okay. Maybe not grow a human. It's and kind of a big deal. It, it's okay. It's kind of a big deal if you decide to grow a human. There's no pressure on that. I assure you, there are enough people making up for the fact <laughs> that you're not having a human that everything will fucking probably still not balance out in your favor. But, you know, if you want to have fucking 15 cats and, and just, you know, live your life, great. Just yeah. fucking be happy. Don't let people pressure you. If you decide to have children, also, fucking great. But understand what you're getting yourself into. And again, never will. So you just have to fucking head into it. I think there's something about... See your own ignorance, I guess. Like, understand how little you know and how hard this is going to be. I don't... Yeah. Yeah. You definitely have to do that. For sure. But you have to talk... You have to communicate with your partner about what the expectations are. Yeah. What the rules are. Yeah. What, where are our cutoff limits for Mm -hmm. certain things and certain topics? For example, our youngest, who is 17, has just began cursing. Now he's cursing. Well, cursing in front of us. Cursing in front of us. Of course he's been doing it for that. Thank you so much. That's what I wanted to get to. Of course he's been doing it for fucking years because... That's what kids do. So did you. Everybody <laughs> did. Oh, yeah. And, and you remember starting to, like, test the waters in front of your family. Absolutely. Yeah. And the thing was, too, is I, I didn't want to... Here's, uh, here's the best way I can explain it. So our youngest got in trouble for... And the biggest rule in our house is honesty. That's the biggest rule. Does yeah. it go through all the time? No, of course not, because everybody's fallible. But that's the biggest rule. And there was a class the youngest had where he was completely and utterly failing it. I mean, I'm not saying struggling. I'm saying he was failing. He didn't understand what the fuck was going on in the class. He could have been in a Portuguese class. He wouldn't know what was happening. <laughs> and, uh, and, you know, I asked him, like, why didn't you tell me that you were failing the class? I don't want to disappoint you or get mad or, or for you to get mad I got that I understood it um, trying to deal with his mother in that aspect biological mother biological mother not the guts was difficult because she had pretended as if she had never gone through the exact same things mm-hmm. that the boy was going through like the bad grades, the lying to, to and, and he didn't I, actually lie. It was, it was the, just, the withholding of the truth, which yeah. is technically a lie, but it is different than an overt lie. Yeah, like it, it's one of those things that's a gray area that I think is important to talk area. about with your kids. Like, 
there's overt lies where you just lie to my face and tell me something that's not true. And then there's the withholding of the truth, which is still in the realm of a lie, but not exactly the same thing. It's wibbly wobbly. Yeah, yes, crazy. but important to talk to your kids about. Being truthful. So and a front. Yes, and the, as as long as I can remember, I think that was most that was that's the main that was the main rule. Just try to be as honest as possible. Just tell me what the fuck is happening. Oh, certainly don't like bold place lie me. But I guess we never. I don't know how much we got into the weeds of like, don't withhold the truth so much as like if I ask you a question, you be fucking honest. I think that was substantiated. Yeah, that 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 one was clear. I guess for a kid, knowing how much of, like, don't withhold the truth, because withholding the truth is also within this realm of, like, maybe we could have been more more overt about it. That's a hard one. Yeah. Who, I mean, who knows? I don't know. Possibly. It's possible. But, but the idea that someone is not open to the the possibility that their own child is making... The exact same mistakes mm. that you yourself made as a child yeah. is so fucking moronic. I, I, everybody's lied to their parents, man. I don't know if yeah. if there's anybody out there that's that has fucked something up royally. Even and even fuck something no, up wait, a wait, little bit. Stop. Okay. If anybody out there has ever fucked something up royally, with whenever you were a kid. And you were an honest person, and you were honest with your parents, but this one thing, you really, really fucked up. I I would love to hear about it. And luckily, we have a fucking email address that you could email, and I would love to read it. That email address is Podcast, Mediocre Marriaging and Other Observations. Mediocre.marriaging at gmail.com. Marriaging at gmail.com. But you should find it in the uh, show description to see the exact spelling and whatnot because that's why it's there. All those words. But the idea that the, the kid... But would the biological think, mother did not understand or was not willing to accept that like she did the same things. The idea that the kid was doing something that was unheard of was so preposterous to me that I couldn't really fully comprehend it. Like, kids lie to parents. They do so for a variety of reasons. They're scared. They don't want to disappoint you. They're actually little pieces of shit, which is totally possible. And you should be open to that. Maybe your kid's a piece of shit. I think, listen. Some are. Not enough people are talking about kids that are pieces of shit. The tricky part is, whose fault is that? Mm. I, I would like to say it's not always the parent's fault. It sometimes is. But there are definitely times that it's not the parents' fault. And I don't know, like, I'm not sure who to place the blame on, but there are definitely kids that, like, the parents are doing everything they can, the kid's still a piece of shit. We've seen this. I mean, being in the clinical world, you see it. Yeah. Well, I mean, obvi- in a lot of cases, you can look to, like, well, they could have done that better. But in reality, like, there's a lot of families that you could say they could have done that better, but th- that, that particular kid stands out as a particular piece of shit. Yes. And it's not like you could point to one thing that the parents are doing that is so drastically different than other parents whose kids are less as a piece of shit. Like, they're doing similar fuck-ups to other parents whose kids are less pieces of shit. To flip that coin, I would say they're they're not doing similar fuck-ups. They're doing doing the best job they can with the situation that they're provided. 
and the yes. majority of the time. And in that is a lot of discrepancy. Yeah. Because a lot of parents are not provided the same fucking opportunities as other parents. So a lot of kids are kind of pieces of shit based on victims of circumstance. And it's not their fault. And it's not necessarily the parents' fault. It could be society's fault. It's just like... Community. I guess community. We'll call community. The community's kind of to blame. Like, every... You know, everybody should be rallying around... Children. Yeah. The future. Like, uh, don't say it. It's gross. <laughs> like, it's not just that. It's, it's, the, it's the rallying around do better. Like, I, it's, I don't want to say the future. It's just, like, do better. Like, I, I'm... I, so, how many... How many steps from monkey am I, right? Let's say it's fucking 227. I don't want you to be 227 steps. Mm -hmm. I want you to be 228. Yeah. So I want you to be better than me. And that's how I approached it. I had always approached it like... The next generation should be better than us. It has to be better than me. And the generation after that should be better than them. Yeah, we just keep progressing. Let's all keep pushing each other to the next best version of ourselves. But to ignore the 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 fault, the faults, and the frailty of the previous generation, of our generation that the previous generation is picking up, is just ignorance. It's it's narcissistic, narcissistic arrogance. To ignore what the next generation's doing that we also did. Oh, yeah. That's crazy. What are you talking about? Yeah, there's some things that are just... Like, we did the same things. You tell things... me, like, oh, okay, you're mad at your kid because they put a pillow under their blanket and snuck out of the house? Bro! There are things that are developmental norms. And, like, yeah, that like, they're misbehaving, in quotes, but... But it's testing authority. That's part of normal development is testing authority, figuring out what you can get away with. Like, this is normal development as a human. As, frankly, any mammal that I'm aware of, but definitely humans. Well, but I feel like even, even our dogs try to test authority. Yeah. Like, so I think it's a mammal kind of a behavior. It is. It is. And there's there's like a... There's a thing where you obviously want the best for your kids and you want your kids to move forward. But, you know, there's a... You have to kind of stop pushing them at some point also. So you can push your kids to an extent, but don't... Don't give them reasons to don't give them excuses to provide like you have to let them falter and fail and you have to let them succeed all on their own in order for them to learn how to move forward kids have to learn how to fail they have to i feel like you taught me that okay like how to how and when to stop pushing because with school that was always a real struggle for me because I excelled academically. And to watch 
boys that I knew had extreme potential not put their full effort in was a frustration of mine. So learning how to stop pushing was something you taught me. Yeah. Yeah, I I didn't I I cared more about a care uh character fl- uh traits and character flaws than I did about whatever thing they learned in school that they would eventually learn when they're 20 anyway. Uh through conversation or college like it was going to happen no matter what and I do understand that I guess what I looked at was the character trait of like the if I'm told like persistence like I'm supposed to do this thing in school this is what I'm tasked if you don't have a like when you're in school that's kind of your job like K to 12 your job is to to do go to school to go to school and therefore do the things that are related to school mm-hmm. to me and and this is clearly a function of how I was raised it was your job is to do school so whatever your job is you're supposed to put your all into it and half-assing it was never really an option and that that to me trans like that translated into a character kind of a thing like well, if I'm going to half-ass this, what else am I going to half-ass? Because it's a character thing. I had to learn that that's not universally true. It's not at all true. I think it can be true, but it's not universally true. It can be true for a very small percentage of people. I think I think the vast majority of people could half-ass the shit out of school and still lead very productive, healthy, successful lives without any fucking problem. Listen. Yeah. Okay. Look. Not to hammer a point home. Most teachers are pieces of shit. They're not good. Like, at least half. <sighs> at least half are bad. And then the next 25% might be okay. And there's 25% that are great. I'm doing it. So, you have to take that into account. Teachers are kind of pieces of shit. They don't like their, they don't like their job. They wanted summers off. And a lot of them aren't, any, aren't really any good at it. It's kind of tough because you have to leave your kids with them all day. So, but that's just fucking reality. Not, not that I know anything. Not that I've worked in fucking schools for a decade. But most most teachers are a piece of shit. They don't want their jobs. They want summers off. They want more money, and they want kids to shut the fuck up. So, what are what are parents, if parents are listening to this, supposed to take out of this? Because I feel like now you've just convinced a bunch of people to potentially homeschool. Which isn't feasible for most Americans. What's the fucking takeaway? I'm not takeaway convincing from that? anybody to homeschool anybody. I'm just saying well, what it but, is. Okay, but that's fucking drab. Like it, it is. That is a difficult thing to swallow. And now people have to put their kids into the school anyway. Right. That's so like how trying the fuck, to, How do you how do you rationalize that into action? That's a good question. I don't know. How do you rationalize the draft? We didn't live through the draft, so I don't think that that's an appropriate thing for us to create an analogy to. We didn't live through it, so we don't really know. And when me and you talk about the draft, we look at it, at it in hindsight as complete and utter bullshit. Yeah, so is most school. So is most schoolwork. It's bullshit. It's tough to get by, but it is. We, we might have to agree to disagree on that one. I'm good with that. I'm good with that. But... Nevertheless, I just feel like we had different ideas in terms of, like, 
I did certain things in school that weren't great, but I got by, but I was also, you know, it was whatever. It doesn't matter. In, in, like, I'm 39, in, and I realize how much of it didn't fucking matter, and it still doesn't matter. In fairness, I feel like we're getting a little far into the weeds. Brings back, brings back the trunk, then. Uh, What? The trunk of the tree. We're uh, yeah, let, let's go to a tip of the day, and then we can circle back to some of the topics that we intended on talking about another day. All right, tip of the day. Don't spank your children. I think it's not a good idea to put adversarial hands on your kids. I don't think you should do that. I agree. I think the only type of touch and physicality that your children should know from adults is nothing but love and affection and no violence whatsoever. I don't know. I mean, there's... There's a there is a weird little it's a small gray point whenever they start reaching the the uh, they need know, to that, be put in check. Yeah, the the teenage I need to be put in check thing. Now and we, some people reach that earlier, but there there are points in a child's life that they sometimes need to be put in check, and some children require a physical reminder. If you're lucky. It doesn't get there. Yes, I agree. If you've done a lot of prep work and put in the fucking labor, you'll never get there. But if you don't start out until maybe the kid's 13 in terms of your order of operations of getting things done. And yeah, yeah, absolutely. Sometimes you got to take a different approach. Well, to be fair, I, I was my mother hit me twice in my life. Real quick, like, backhand pop in the mouth, probably seven years apart. That's all it ever took. I learned my lesson for seven years, forgot the lesson, and relearned that fucking lesson. Like, it... it, Well, if you got something from it, that's great. Oh, I got a lot out of it. And she wasn't... Because there was not a spank in between. But, you know, sometimes a kid has to be put back in their place, but it's extremely, extremely rare. And I'm not saying my mom needed that approach. I'm just saying that it's not... I don't know. There's some gray areas sometimes. For sure. Yeah. No, I got the shit kicked out of me. That's not appropriate. <laughs> That's not appropriate at all. That's unquestionably was, not appropriate. My mother was very abusive. It's not a... Yeah. I, we had fist fights. It was a big deal. Don't fist fight your kids, I guess, is the tip of the day. Don't do that. Also, don't, like, don't spank them. I know when they're little, like, there's some... There's a lot of modeling behavior that you can do. And you can't really reason with a, with a child because they don't have that capacity. But if you start modeling the, hey, we don't do that. Here's the greatest example. You want a tip of the fucking day? I'll give you the tip of the day. Do not ever in your fucking life say to somebody, if you introduce your child to someone and the other adult goes, hey, how you doing? I'm fucking John and your kid gets behind your leg because they don't want to interact, if you say to that other adult, well, he's just shy, you're an asshole. You're an asshole. And you're raising an asshole. That's what you're doing. What you're doing is you're providing an out for an asshole. So he can not be polite, hide behind you like there's the devil in front of him, it's just a dude, and be a dick, and then you just gave him an out. Oh, he's shy. No, he's not shy. He's an asshole. Because you didn't teach him the appropriate behaviors in terms of 
interacting with other individuals. Mm -hmm. Hello, my name is John. What's your name? Ethan. Very simple, right? It's okay to be socially anxious, but you still have to behave appropriately. It's not complicated. Whenever you start doing this thing of like providing excuses for the way your child behaves, you really need to be looking at yourself. And you're probably increasing their level of developing social anxiety versus helping them overcome it when they're very young. I don't even know if it's uh, sure that social anxiety, but it's also building up uh, social abnormalities where it's it's normal to to not act appropriate in certain situations because you've quote unquote been raised shy. shy. Like no, no, you weren't raised shy. You were raised shittily. There's a difference. So that's my tip of the day. Don't raise your kids shittily. They're not shy. They're impolite. It's a huge difference there. Be better at being an adult for your kids. All right. I don't know everything. I don't know. Well, thanks, everyone. Fuck it. And we'll uh, we'll catch up next time. Yeah, guys. Thanks. And this is... Oh, wait. What's what's the email again? Mediocre.marriaging at gmail.com. There it is. For all the people not listening. I hope you have a a great night. And if you have any questions or or whatever, please let us know. Thoughts. Feedback, thoughts, concerns, questions. Uh, What else would a person write in? I have no idea. Random observations. Funny memes. Tell me that I'm wrong. I'm open to being wrong. All the things. And uh, we'll read it. Yep. So take care, folks. Yeah, take care, everybody.